The new 21st century job search model all comes down to one word. What is that word? Find out today as we continue our discussion with the career Sherpa, Hannah Morgan. Are you ready? Let's go! Hey everybody, Ryan Roten here and this is the Brand New You Podcast, where we explore how to use personal branding and social media to impact your career. No need to look any further, you found the podcast dedicated to helping you create a brand new you. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to the Brand New You Show. I'm your host, Ryan Roten, and today we continue the conversation with the career Sherpa, Hannah Morgan. Now, part one was absolutely jam-packed with awesome tips and tactics for online profiles, infographic, and social resumes. So part one was really all about the what. What tools can you use to help you stand out from the competition? The old school job search methods that we grew up with are disappearing, which means that we need to change our approach to match the 21st century job search model. Now, in part two of our conversation, we dive into the how. Specifically, how can you use your infographic resume and online profiles to capture people's attention? If done correctly, who knows, you might even be able to get an employee referral from someone who works at one of your targeted companies. This show is loaded with actionable tips and tactics you can take today. Are you ready? Then let's get started. A while ago, you wrote a post called Mentor, Sage Advisor, and Guru. And in this post, you happen to share a particular story about going to a mailbox. Would you mind sharing that story? Oh, right. My dad's story. My dad was a recruiter. <clears throat> he did a placement uh, for senior level executives and high level officials in, on Wall Street. And so he was going on vacation. And I was taking care of the house while he and my mom were gone. He said, I need you to just get the mail out of my mailbox while I'm gone. I said, okay, fine, happy to do that. So I went down to the P.O. box after a couple of weeks, and it was full. So I brought the stuff home. I went down the next week. The mailbox was full again. So I called my dad. I'm like, what do you want me to do? I've got all these resumes on nice paper. Uh, what do you want me to do with them? He's like, throw them in the fire. I don't need them. It's like, anybody that I need to know, I already know. Wow. And the reason I wanted you to tell that story is because I think it is so applicable to today and, you know, how we connect with people in the job search process. Because having a visual resume, having an online brand, I think it helps us get to know people. Yeah, and it goes back to Gary, too, and everybody else who's trying to say that this social media thing isn't a, a mechanism for marketing. It's about building relationships. And what can we do to be more real, to come across more personal, so that our personality shows through and we come, become likable? Because people hire likable people. Yeah. They don't hire the most talented person. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 like, I use social media. Twitter's my favorite tool. And I don't think I use it you know, I, I'm not the greatest at it, but I think I use it pretty well. And I have been told by some people that I've spoken to this, like, dude, you're everywhere. I feel like I know you. And, you know, it's just the, the power of being able to have a conversation with people you don't know is just, I mean, you know, take us, for example, right. we, we didn't know each other before today, but we've interacted online. And, you know, it's just, it's, it goes to me, it goes right back to the statement from your dad, which is 
I'm already working with the people I should be. And if I don't know them, I don't need to. Right. So, so how do we use social media? And uh, you, you actually talk about this in your book. Uh, how do we use social media, social profile, online brands to do what you refer to as proactive targeting? So if we consider sell ourselves really a business, any business that's launching itself into the marketplace has a, a plan of attack. They call it a marketing plan or whatever they're going to call it. But part of that is identifying the uh, the demographics and the type of organization or people that you're targeting. So if I am a nanotechnologist, I want to work with other nanotechnologists. Where do nanotechnologists hang? Mm -hmm. Well, I think a lot of them are in colleges and universities. So if I'm planning a search, I want to connect with all the other nanotechnologists in colleges around the country there, right? That would be my first line of, of sort of targeting. Mm -hmm. From that, I'm gonna gather information. And as I learn more about where these nanotechnologist jobs are, I can more specifically pinpoint the companies that hire nanotechnologists. And from there, I will develop strategically, with purpose, relationships with people inside a specific company who I know will already be in the market for a nanotechnologist. They may not have openings today, but we all know that most jobs never get advertised. So I want to be there. I want them to know about me in advance of that job becoming available. And people always say, oh my gosh, this sounds like so much work. <laughs> and it is work, right? Mm -hmm. It is. But there's no other way around it. It's, I mean, it's the way it is today, right? To me, it's it all it all revolves around the two-step process that you describe in your book, and it it's all geared towards the result that were noted in the Jobvite survey. But they found that sixty percent of their best candidates come through them via referrals. Mm -hmm. And so, how how can we use so, social media? So that even though we don't work at a company, we can get that employee referral. Right. And so if we look at the company's website, they pro probably, because I don't remember what number of companies already have a social profile, that company is probably on social somewhere already. There are tools that allow us to even do a better job searching Twitter and Google Plus and, and LinkedIn. You can search for the employees that work there, follow their handles on Twitter, follow them on Google Plus, and by stalking them, right? Right, which sounds like a very bad term. <laughs> yeah. You got that's intelligence gathering. Uh, you agreed. learn about the person. And once you've learned something about the individual and the company and what they're saying, because you've stalked them, mm -hmm. um, you can then engage with them, tweet to, with them, use their name, share a tweet with them. Jab. I mean it's Jab. Uh, jab, jab, jab. Right. Right, right hook. Yeah. Um, so you're slowly trying to build that relationship, get on their radar. And if you're doing it thoughtfully, purposefully, most people who are on Twitter, and it's my favorite platform too, are really open to networking. I don't think they would be on Twitter if they weren't open to networking. Um, probably one of the more open friendly places to meet people. And so go find people who work at that company and stalk them, learn what they're about, learn what's important to them, and find a point of commonality. That's what networking is, really. It's finding that point of commonality and taking the relationship from there. Right. So, I mean, it's all about building a relationship, right? You're not, we're not going to send a tweet to somebody that says, hey, I saw you worked at Company X. Can you hire me? I know. <laughs> and why is that always our first line of thought? 
because we're we're eager for the result and that when any again you see this all the time in networking um i don't know anyone to network at abc company i know you don't that's why you've got to work and build relationships so you will know somebody there it's not a slam dunk it's not a, a one-hit wonder this all takes some time and when someone knows you a little bit, they're much more likely to listen to whatever it is you are saying. So when we reach out to somebody and immediately say, I'm looking for a job, can you take a look at my resume? We've shut the door on that opportunity versus showing some interest in the person. Oh, I see you just wrote a great article on blah, 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 blah. Tell me more about what you meant by this. Or uh, I see that you're sharing a lot of information about this upcoming event. Are you involved in that? So rather than making it about what I need for the long term a job, I'm making it about what can I find that is of interest for both of us and make them feel good and safe in when it is time to let them know I'm interested in a job that they'll be able to listen and hear that. Right. Right. And, and, you know, I, I look too is if, if they're posting infographic, uh, items for anything there, there could be an opening if you build up a relationship to say, Hey, I've got a infographic resume. What do you think of this? Right. But, right. But it's looking for that opportunity for that to happen. Right. Right. Instead of looking for the job opportunity. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I have um, I, I talked about her in my last uh, show, too, but uh, I have a friend of mine. She's she's um, doing this now with some companies that are not currently hiring, but she's working to build that relationship because it is a desirable company for her to go work for. Right. It, it, yes, and that takes time to, to happen. There was a great post on LinkedIn of a woman who wanted to work for LinkedIn. She was um, coming from a radically different field. I think it was medical or something like that. So not only did she have to make a career change, um, but she was making a company change too, and she really wanted to work at LinkedIn. So she went through her LinkedIn profile and found someone that she knew second degree who worked there, and said, I'd love to talk with you a little bit more about how I might transition to a company like LinkedIn. Hmm. It's a dangerous thing to ask. It took some nerve to do that. But guess what? The woman who worked, the person that she spoke to at LinkedIn was receptive to that Mm -hmm. and actually took the time and had a conversation with her. So the woman was able, who was looking for this career transition, was able to modify her resume, modify her approach to job search, and be able to target everything that LinkedIn would be looking for so that she would be an ideal fit, even though she didn't have the industry background. She shared her transferable skills and she talked about how those would relate to a company in the technology sector. Guess what? She ended up getting hired by LinkedIn. It's so important, right, to to really know where you want to go, why you want to go there, how you're going to fit in. And so when you – and I, I believe in a target list of about 40 companies. I think every job seeker needs to identify roughly 40 companies. That list might change and morph and, and shrink and grow. But if you've ident- identified 40 companies, you can begin researching those 40 different companies and figure out where your role and what you want to do might fit within all of those companies. And that takes time. Mm-hmm. But this is a numbers game. And if you're only doing that sort of targeting one company, how do you know that right job is going to come along in the next 12 months? Right. You don't. Right. So you've, you've got to play the probabilities by looking at more than one company. The research can't all be done online. It has to come from interaction with people who work there and building those relationships. Because we go back to that 60% of um, hires come from referrals. The whole 
whole hiring process now is ultimately about building relationships. And you have to be able to put yourself out there and stand out and be willing to embrace some of these new technologies so you can build those relationships. The world is so small, and and I, I wouldn't be having this conversation with you today. I wouldn't know Lee. I wouldn't have written any of the books that I have ever written if I didn't have a presence on social media. It was never my goal to write a book, right? <laughs> These things just sort of happened. It, if it had been my goal, it would have been even better, right? But but it couldn't have happened had I not been using social media. Um, so when you cut off options you you do yourself a, a detriment the people that i know through twitter are amazing generous wonderful people and are, are always so helpful i can find that resource there and and so when i hear people who are shutting themselves off from taking advantage of some of these social platforms i i really feel sorry for them because um one of the things there i just wrote a post uh, about happiness in the workplace and you know what's more important than money and your manager in to most people in a workplace having good relationships with their coworkers. Well, it's important because you deal with them every day. Right, exactly. And so having a good relationship with a coworker means that you know how to communicate. It means that you know how to develop relationships and value a work relationship. And and so when we have that, we've got greater satisfaction. There are going to be times when we don't have the greatest relationships at work. And we need to know where else we can go to get those professional relationships. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. And sometimes that's social media. And I don't want to ever discount the value of professional associations and organizations because there's a great opportunity to connect with like minded people. Yep. Yep. And oh, I read your great post about going to the FinCon. Oh, yeah. And, and how that was really such a great experience for you. And again, it was about meeting those people and, and finding like minded thinkers, even though it wasn't really finance blogging, it was, it was writing for a blog. And it just really um, was eye opening for you and just a great motivator, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and what's interesting about some of the conferences is people read the title of the conference and they go, ah, that's not for me. And what they really need to look at is what are what are, what are people going to talk about at the conferences? Because there's always an underlying, you know, yeah, okay, th- that particular one was about was for financial bloggers, which I'm not. So you would think I would never go, but it was also about how to use social media to make connections, um, you know, how to how to build websites better, how to do content marketing better. So there was this whole underlying lessons, if you will, that that appealed to me, and um, it didn't matter that it was for financial bloggers. I I went and I've I've found some really great friends of you know that have come out of that that conference in fact I have a mastermind uh, group that I meet with once a week with three of them still and that's a little over a year later yeah and so it's about relationships we don't need to be exactly playing in the same sandbox to benefit from knowing one another so I and you know part of this too is as focused as you need to be you need to find people who work inside these target companies I don't want people to automatically discount people who don't work in those companies. Um, it's it's being able to learn from other people because everybody we can learn from everybody, mm-hmm. and the perspectives of somebody not in your field could be very beneficial to you in the long run, especially if they don't speak their language. Yeah, right? absolutely. I mean, the diversity of information you get from people from different perspectives is uh, priceless, really. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think that's a, a great career move as well. You know, let's not hang with the same people all the time. We need <laughs> a, a, we need to have diversity in our in our professional life and on, and in our personal yeah, life. So who was it? Somebody said you are the you are the equivalent of the five people you hang out with in the last five books you read or something like that. Yeah. yeah. You keep doing this. Gotta... You keep doing the same things. You're going to keep getting the same results, right? getting close to our time here so let's uh, we'll start to wrap this up what services do you provide one of the things that I do is I consult with people almost everybody that reaches out I, I want to have a conversation and better understand what their goals and objectives are so that that sort of no obligation consult comes up front um, so that's something that people can access um, to email me through my website which is careersherpa.net but one of the things that I am working on with some graphic designers right now is is helping facilitate customized infographic resume. There are tools out there that will do it for free, but the, oftentimes that's not enough. And I don't want the graphic design element to be something that's a stumbling block for people. So I'm partnering with some different graphic designers that can help me help the job seeker create those infographics. Because it's not just the pretty pictures on the paper. The content that's being displayed has to be right for that person's goals. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure that every graphic designer realizes that. So I think it's important to have somebody who understands the career perspective as part of this process of designing a powerful infographic resume. Um, so that's something that I'm offering. I'm also delivering, and they haven't been released yet, but some webinars on using social media to build relationships and, and to do some outreach and find target companies and things like that. Twitter is my favorite, and I think Twitter is greatly misunderstood. So Miriam Salpeter and I are working on some webinars to help people on better understanding that. Okay, awesome. So yeah, you mentioned it already, but let's get more specific. Um, if people wanted to find out about your uh, webinars or to reach out to you, you already mentioned they can email you at, career, at careersherpa.net. But what, what's your Twitter handle or the best way for them to get in touch with you? The best way, because I'm active, so active on Twitter, and it's it's a quick, easy uh, message for all of us, is to find me on Twitter, which and my handle is at career sherpa, all one word. Um, that's the best. But my my website also will have my contact information and links to all of my handles. So, uh, my primary place of residence, my preferred place is Twitter. So find me there. Okay. All right. And it's careersherpa.net, by the way. Right. So any, uh, we'll, we'll wrap up with this. Any final tips, actions, words of wisdom, anything like that you'd like to pass along to the listeners? I think we've talked about so much about make, making sure that you've got this online brand and that you're in control of it. Um, I think that all of the different tools and resources that are available out there today are, are supplements, and they give you the everybody the opportunity to create this online presence of excellence, and that's up to us. We can do this. Awesome. Great. Okay. Well, Hannah, thank you very much for taking time out of your day to speak with me today. I greatly appreciate it. Brian, it was great learning about you and thanks so much. No problem. Maybe we can do this again sometime. Love it. Now, hopefully you can agree that part two of my interview with Hannah can be summed up with one word, relationships. And for me, it all comes back to Hannah's father's words. Anybody I need to know, I already know. And that's what's great about social media. It doesn't matter whether you're an introvert or an extrovert. Social media levels the playing field for us all and allows you to connect with people you don't know in a meaningful way. But even with the tools available to connect to people today, they won't help you if you don't use them and if you're not smart about your approach. If you want to connect, you need a plan. You need to know who you want to connect with and why it's important for you to connect with them. Take me for example. When I started this podcast, I knew two things. 
First, I wanted to do interviews with influential people who could provide tips and tactics on how to use personal branding and social media to impact our careers in a meaningful way. The second thing I knew was that I didn't know who I wanted to interview. So I researched. I made a list. I started following people on Twitter, and I asked myself one key question every time I hit that follow button. How can I serve this person? To be successful in the 21st century job search model, you have to do the same thing. List out your target companies, discover who works at those companies, and start following them. Learn about the person and the company and look for ways to build a relationship with both. Remember, this is not about you. It's about them. Find that point of commonality and use it to help serve them. I'll close out with this quote from Zig Ziglar. You can have everything you want in life if you will just help enough people get what they want. Find the people in your target companies, build a relationship, help them get what they want, and at some point, they just might help you get what you want via an employee referral. And again, you can find all of the links discussed in both part one and part two of my discussion with Hannah in the show notes at ryanroten.com forward slash career Sherpa. Now, as a podcast listener, you know one of the best ways you can help this show grow and continue to serve others is to stop by iTunes and leave a rating and review for the show. If you do, I'll be humbled and grateful, and I'll certainly mention you in the next show. So my question for you today is, how are you using social media to help build relationships? If you'd like to share your answer, shoot me an email at rlroten at gmail.com with the headline, Relationships. Or you can head on over to ryanroten.com forward slash podcast. Right there in the middle of the page is a speak pipe button. Click on it and you can record a voice message and send it directly to my inbox. So remember BNY Nation, just because you've done one thing for the first part of your career doesn't mean you have to do the same for the next. But you need to build your connections and nurture those relationships. But before you can even get there, you have to choose to become a brand new you. Thank you all for your support. And until next time, I've been Ryan and I'm out.